Let's get ready to rumble! Hello and welcome back to another edition of The Substandard, brought to you by HelloFresh. HelloFresh is the meal kit delivery service that makes cooking fun, easy, and convenient. For $30 off your first week of deliveries, visit HelloFresh.com and enter Substandard30 when you subscribe. I'm Victor Mattis, along with Sunny Bunch and Jonathan V. Last. I'd like to remind you that The Substandard is available on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Just look on our podcast and search for Substandard. You'll easily find us. Please subscribe, tell your friends, leave a review. In addition, we'd also like to remind you the substandard show notes posted by Jonathan Last are often available on Fridays at 11 a.m. at weeklystandard.com. Gentlemen, you're going to have to downgrade that from often to seldom frequently. From time to time, each season. Occasionally. I don't think you guys appreciate how much work I have to do. Maybe if you would edit the podcast, <laughs> oh, then I would do the show notes for it. Well, maybe if the Weekly Standard would hire somebody who could edit podcasts, then we could, you know, avoid all of this. Take it up with oh, your overlords. Oh, wow. Wow. We already, we already haul our asses into mm. the city from mm-hmm. Roslyn. Mm-hmm. Yes. Every, you know, you people out there don't understand how oh. much sacrifice Vic and I make oh, for this gosh. show. It, take, it takes us literally tens of minutes each way to come here. Oh, and you do a pro bono, and right? And we do it. We, we, we come here. And you do and it we for sit, free, We right? sit here for an hour and a half, and we deal with all sorts of technical hiccups while we're, while, we're, while, we're, yes. while we're trying to provide we, you and we took the people the <laughs> entertainment that you demand. We took the Metro in, and, and Sonny didn't want to take a seat. We took the Metro in Sonny today. Did, Sonny God didn't want, damn it. Sonny didn't want to take a seat, so I had to hold the handle. And I know that'll drive you crazy, JVL. I'm, I'm sure not, you don't touch the handle, not, do you? I'm not an Never. elderly woman. I don't need to sit down on the three stops from yeah, Roslyn. But I try not to touching anything, and you were in the middle of that car. I'm like, I have to bounce like I'm surfing or something. You did it look was, extremely uncomfortable. I, I didn't. I didn't realize. I didn't realize that I was. I didn't realize how badly I was, was messing horrific. with you. I felt like Howard Hughes <laughs> in the Aviator when he meets with Alan Alda, the you senator. Were, yeah, you kept, the raw. I was. I was trying to figure out why you kept sliding your jacket sleeve over your hand to put it on the on the rail. I didn't. I didn't understand what was going on. The aviator, the smudge on the glass. <laughs> um, okay, uh, JVL, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Uh, not feeling great. Sick. Didn't really sleep well last night. Was up at four this morning. Uh, feel kind of assy. And uh, came to the office, as I do every day at five. And uh, worked for a little while. Got a bunch of stuff done. And then went for a run. You went for a run Even in though the I'm city? sick. Oh even though I'm sick. I think that's a bad... You're not supposed to. That Question. That worse. Yes. Question. Yes. Did your watch troll you for your pathetic run this time? No. Oh. No. Now, Coach Bennett from the Nike Run Club uh, was very, very complimentary oh. for this morning's effort. How far did you run this morning? Uh, well, I do feel like ass, so I only ran like three and a quarter miles. Do you run... So you run in the city. Do you just run up and down the streets? Yesterday, I ran in the city. And today I ran on the treadmill. Uh, oh, you ran downstairs. Today the, I ran the, downstairs in the, in the gym at the, the gym. office. Yeah. 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 Yesterday I ran down to the mall and then ran out to the what? To the Jefferson and back. And how crowded is your office gym on a day-to-day basis? How many people? It depends people on the time. Okay. I, as you might imagine, time it so that I go when there's almost nobody there. Right. You don't ever because want to Because I don't see want to touch other people. I don't want to be around other people. You don't want to imagine them sweating on your gear uh, right before you use it. I don't even want to see them. Right. You're talking about the gym in this building. Yes. Where we do it. Um, uh, what drives me crazy are uh, uh, people... 
Well, the people who bang the, the, the weights, you ever see these people, they throw it like it's CrossFit where they throw the weights uh, to the ground, like, you know, they're done. Everybody listen to me as the earth shatters. And then the other thing is people who exclaim loudly while working out. And there's a guy in our gym, in our building, uh, Sonny, and he gets on that row machine, and I'm not sure what's happening over there. All of a sudden, just lots of moans and groans and loud. On an erg? Yeah. Like, oh, well, really? I don't know. I'm somebody who did rowing in college. I can tell you that I often felt that way. I don't think I ever gave vocalization to <laughs> it. Oh, did you did you did you row in the Potomac when you were at Georgetown to to get? Uh, is that how you trained? Uh, the, it's five thirteen, five fourteen. You know, we did row in the Potomac once or twice oh. against Georgetown, oh. and we mm. lost both times. Do you know why? <sighs> Because Georgetown's good at Because things. Georgetown's a place for winners, <laughs> and the school I went to is a school for losers. Have no, we ever said, we've true. said where you go to, why do you? I don't like to, I don't want to give them any, I'm not a brand ambassador for that place. For that, for that. A school in the for Baltimore area. A school in the Baltimore <laughs> it's area. It's a really good school. Oh my gosh, it always, no it's I mean, not. the fact that you are. It's always ranked highly, re- resources, they always give, you know how they do the college rankings? For resources, because they have billions of dollars. They, they have, have a billions? lot of money. They have a lot of money. They have a lot, have a lot of, money. of money. If you go to their endowment, their applied physics lab, they have all sorts of government money in there. But uh, yeah, no, Georgetown would always beat us. And in fact, you know, I was actually a pretty good rower in college, and uh, I, I was a pretty accomplished rower, and I had, was in talks with the Georgetown rowing coach. The crew coach there when to I was attempting to attempting to transfer, mm. and then they got my transcript, and I had a phone conversation in which he said to me, "Yeah, I uh, I wouldn't make any plans on coming to to oh. DC next fall." Oh my gosh! I, this is why you never I, take organic chemistry, kids. Yeah. Nope. This is why you don't orgo. take orgo. Uh, nope. Question. Yeah. Follow up question. <laughs> did you? How sunny? It's painful enough already. You did you? Did you really enjoy the scenes in the sh- Social Network where Army Hammer was rowing with himself? <laughs> you mean where where they're at the the mm-hmm. yeah yeah where the the Winklevi right. are the like training are for against the, the Dutch yeah. uh, and they're they're at the head of God, I forget the one um, the one in mm-hmm. in, England. in England and. Uh, yeah, and that's the Trent Reznor score yeah. of Flight of yes. the Bumblebee, right? Yeah, yeah. Not Flight really of the Bumblebee, but the Mountain King. Into the is that what it is? King. Yeah. It's great. I don't know anything it's about great, classical music. It's uh, a great scene. I mean, the truth is, rowing kids. is very hard to dramatize because it is not exciting. It is a boring, boring sport. It's Even just, if you're doing it, yeah. it's boring. I love that movie. There's two great rowing movies. That one and Oxford Blues with Rob Lowe. I've, I've never Go seen back that. to the 80s, it kids. Watch it. It's it a great movie. It is hard to make rowing exciting. I would yeah that doesn't that doesn't surprise me but I do think that Fincher did an extremely good job of kind of showing how their kind of bullheadedness their kind of commitment to doing what they're doing without really thinking about uh I I wh- here's what I'll say I'll say I I think that uh crew and rowing was a very good metaphor for how they kind of viewed the tech world as opposed to Zuckerberg. Now, the problem with Zuckerberg is that you couldn't, you, there's no like, there. He, he is the least athletic person in the history of man. So you couldn't have him doing like, I don't know. You, you would have had to have him playing like Go or Reverse or right. something. Right. But the, the joy of this is, of course, <laughs> that they they lose in that race, right? So they come in second. Yeah. 
Yeah, Manchester. Well, second place is second place is first. <laughs> the loser. first loser, right? And uh, as no fear shirts taught, which us. is great. Actually, the, one of my favorite scenes in that movie is the way, the coiled rage masked with politeness with which they accept the congratulations from some British well wisher post race yep. yes. for for their showing. Yeah, and that's a one. I I think I think the world of Army Hammer as an actor, and that is. In a movie full of great performances from Army Hammer, that's the best moment. I think Army Hammer is fantastic, and it annoys me that Army Hammer has not been able to capitalize on that to become like a a renowned world class actor, right? Like I, I I like he he tried to make this move into movie stardom. It didn't quite right. work. Lone Ranger, like the Lone Ranger, which he's actually very good in. Mm. But the problem is the movie is terribly conceived. Yeah, the no, Lone he's Ranger. Great the Lone Ranger is conceived as this like kind of comic ridiculous figure and he is very good in that but it is a terrible idea for the lone ranger uh uh i met army hammer you did before he was a star before he was a star back before even when he was when they were in talks for him to be uh uh, batman in the the george miller justice league really he was making a short film uh, that I was there to write about and cover and uh he is he was exceptionally nice interesting guy smart he seemed, I mean, I talked to him for like five minutes and then I talked to him for another 20 minutes on the phone. Uh, and he was very, 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 very nice. Very, he seemed very smart. It was a short story based on a Kurt Vonnegut short, or it was a short film based on a Kurt Vonnegut short story. And it was, it was like pretty interesting and he had some kind of interesting thoughts about it. And, but he was just like, you could tell this guy should be a movie star. Mm. He has, he like just had all the bearing and, you know. And it, it was always, I would I, I watched him in Social Network. I was like, yes, this is it. This is the moment. And then everything after that was just like. He's great uh, in Man From U.N.C.L.E. He's fantastic no, in The Man From he's, U.N.C.L.E. And he's, he's miscast. Totally he wrong yet again. in The Man From mm-hmm. U.N.C.L.E. No, right? he's, he good. Should, Even, he's good in the role he's yeah. in, but he would have been better because right. he is actually charming. Yes. He would have all the things that Henry Cavill can't do because he's so wooden. Beautiful, yeah. but wooden. Right. Uh, Army Hammer can do. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you totally. I, In my perfect world, we get Army Hammer, Owen Wilson, buddy cop movies or action adventure movies together. and Because he does, he gets to be, he's a leading man, but he's also funny. Yeah. Don't forget great. him as Clyde Tolson in, in the Clint Hoover. Eastwood yeah. movie Hoover. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, range. How range. was your weekend, Victorino? Did I, you build anything? I, do you have all your fingers? I didn't count. I did get a splitter. Oh. Yeah. It yeah. was not, you know, I played it off like it was no big deal. Did you leave? I would have left. I, I said, oh, there's something there's something in my eye. We should remind, we should remind metal people. Sprint, sprint we should remind people wood. where. Oh, yes. A wood shop update. Because so, if you if you didn't if listen last didn't, week, and shame on you yes. if you didn't, because it was a great episode. My mother found out I was doing wood shop because she was listening to the podcast. <laughs> I forgot to mention it. Uh, so, yes, uh, uh, my son and I are enrolled in wood shop class for the next, like, month and a half. And it's two and a half hours every Saturday. Uh, at a community center and with a bunch of other uh, kids and parents. I think there's maybe four other parents, uh, kids with their parents, and we're building a bird feeder. Uh, and so this last week we got, uh, we assembled the, the base, which is basically like a tray. It's elevated. We have on all sides. Um, what we did was we had to get the measurements right, and then we uh, drilled uh, the little walls around the base, and that was basically the first time I really used the drill because um, it had the wrong. It, there was a drill bit on, and I'm trying to put the screw on top of the drill bit. This other kid goes, "What are you doing?" And I said, "I well, I." Uh, and then you know, Michael's like, "Dad, you have to take it out and put the, uh, you know, that magnetic, you know, 
thing where you could stick the wait question drill in question. You got a pre drill. You got a pre drill first. I, all right. So and then you got to put the main drill. Just thing if in. I if I understand what has happened, you yes. drilled the hole with the drill with like the you know yes. the the drill bit. Yes. Did they make you use a manual drill? Wait, wait. I'm sorry. Uh, well, let's let's yeah. let's. So you used the drill bit mm-hmm. to drill the hole, yes. and then you tried to put the screw on the drill bit. I didn't even do the pre drill yet. I was just going to put the screw right in there, and so I said, "Okay." And not drill a pilot. Do you know why you don't do that? Do you know why uh, you drill uh, a pilot you, you, hole? Uh, you, uh, a pilot hole is that what they call it? I thought that meant something else. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, well. The pilot uh, hole is the best bar outside of LAX. <laughs> <laughs> For certain pilots, um, I imagine it's because <laughs> the, uh, for uh, for um, uh, for the red eye. If you're taking the red eye, sorry, <laughs> that's too much. All right, what about the brown that. eye? Bleed. Yeah, the stink okay, eye. What? Oh wow, wow, we went there. Good show, guys. Um, because this really was the best last week <laughs> ever. <laughs> I told you, yeah. happy anniversary. anniversary. Uh, we'll get to that. Well, okay, right. so the pilot hole. You drill it so that mm-hmm. you don't split the wood. Yes, yes, exactly. Unless you have a self-drilling screw. Do you know about uh, this? So there's certain screws, and they will all be labeled as such, are self-drilling. self-drilling. And what they do is they have along the, the axis of the... Forget it. It doesn't matter what. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't the matter idea, what. The, the strangest, idea that he would ever need to know what well, a the self-drilling stra- screw is. The strangest thing, studies. I'm actually interested now. But anyway, uh, so I, I used... I also, Tell me at this point. Now you're, did now you cry? I don't. Oh, did you bring like, pictures? So wait, now you're... You, now I would you're, hope uh, that you're would you say, would you say that pictures of my son, though. I'm not putting that on the internet. Would you say you're now build curious? No, I don't want pictures of your son. I want pictures of the me, the, oh, oh, the bill. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'll thing. get it next time. I'll get it next time. The um, th- just listen to me. At yeah. the, uh, here's what I want. Mm-hmm. I oh, want a picture step step. at the end. Not okay. not of every step. Just at the end of every session. Okay, like where are we? Right. Mm-hmm. That yeah. that's all I want. The last two would look exactly as. No, no, no. The <laughs> last one is the base, and now we have the walls around the base. Uh, and I'll tell you uh, the other things I used. Uh, so I used a power drill, the table saw. You used it? Yeah, and that was kind of scary because and Michael, in fact. Uh, he loves putting all the gear on, like you know, the the, the for the ears and the, and for some reason he was he didn't have anything on. And sure enough, I'm shaving a piece of wood off on the table saw, and the thing f- goes flying like a piece of wood. And it was just lucky he wasn't standing in that direction because you know. And I looked around, nobody noticed. So that's really the important thing. <laughs> nobody notices. And but the table saw is scary because you don't know if you're and you got to push it all the way through the saw. And then you got you you know what? Here's a piece of uh, uh, um. Piece of wisdom for everybody. Piece of advice. Uh, if working the table saw, before you move anything or change anything, wait for the saw to stop spinning. Hmm. That's what I was going to yeah. say. Wow, that's yeah. Did you then reach out and touch the blade as soon as it was done? No, but uh, how... Myra was helping me, and I think she almost got uh, dismembered. So uh, the uh, table saw, and I Ooh. used uh, Myra, one of our instructors, Arthur and Myra, uh, and I Hot used Mike. I used the sander. The sand or the electric sand? Or sander? That's, that's that's quite safe. Yes, it is. You can't hurt yourself with I the sander. I use it for my nails. The uh, belt sander is a different story. Uh, by the way, uh, uh, the uh, used a hand sander. I'm assuming not a belt sander. Oh no, it's it's it's, it's no, not the belt sander. The, uh, it's, it's one. Um, yeah, the belt sander. Vertical. You can you can mess and, yourself up and, on that. And a handsaw. Use the handsaw. And also, was this the I'll, first time you've ever used a handsaw? I don't think so, but I'm not going to comment on that. The other thing that I'm using next next uh, uh, session is the, uh, what do you call that blade that goes in a circular? The circular saw? Uh, yeah, there's another name for it, though. I, Miter uh, saw? No, 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 no. This is how terrible we are about it. Uh, but, uh, boy, it's going to drive me crazy. But it's uh, it, go, it goes around in a circular motion, and you just move your wood. You could carve jigsaw. things around it. No, the no. jigsaw is a straight blade yeah. that goes up and yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm uh, just saying yeah, saw names. Okay, so we're, uh, we're going to have to move on. It's going to drive me crazy. Guys, 
this is Sorry. a this is just a really wood shop is over. But that's my update Excellent. for you. That's my update for you. Look, it's it's a damn sight more interesting than white wine versus champagne. False. That's false. We have readers all over the spectrum here. I just I just checked out during that. Okay. On yeah, we Wednesday, could tell. we could tell when you did that yesterday. Back on yesterday. So this week, hey, how was my weekend? Oh, sunny. oh, sunny. How was your Sorry. weekend? I thought you you said you didn't remember your weekend. That's, right. That's why we sort of glossed over. I it. didn't remember my weekend because you, uh, you know what you know what happened to me was I was uh, picking my daughter up off the toilet. She's potty training. It's great. Oh, fantastic! Fun. Exciting. Tell me more. Exciting. It's actually she's very smart and has gotten it immediately. She will be a genius polymath of some sort she'll probably go to georgetown it'll be great but the but the i when i was picking her up off the toilet i like lifted my head and hit my head on the corner of our like uh faux marble kitchen the vanity yeah the vanity thank you the overhang of the vanity i just banged my head right up on on the top of it and i don't really remember anything that else that happened this weekend, did I you see like, an image a, of the flux capacitor? I uh, well, I was, I was, I was trying to not pass out while holding my uh, squirming two-year-old, and uh, and Jesus came to me and he okay, said, good. "It was about he said, time." He said, "This is the last episode of the Substandard." Well, you know, you got to stop it. If uh, that's so, what Jesus uh, says, uh, yeah, got to uh, do uh, it. But no, I, I, it got me to thinking. It did actually get me to thinking. What are the worst like around the house injuries? Corner. Corner to the head is number one. I've this is no. the worst. Number two, stubbing the toe on oh. the on the like over on the you know like the the mm-hmm. I, the walls the corner of the walls. <laughs> worst. That is the worst. That's number one for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and and number number two, head in the corner obviously. But then uh, also shutting your finger in the door. Have you ever done that? I've done that. Yeah, it's, it's bad. The worst I've ever been injured around the house was giving my daughters a bath. And I was kneeling, like kneeling on the floor next to the bathtub, and I heard a pop that sounded like a firecracker come out of my knee, and I couldn't walk or run correctly for a year. What did you uh, do? I don't know what it was. I think I tore the MCL actually. Oh. And uh, this you didn't is go to the doctor to figure no, out what was going the, on. No, because the answer was if it was the MCL, I do know a little bit about this stuff. I was almost a doctor, you know. Uh, and if it's an MCL, there's nothing to do about it. And if it's the ACL, then you, the only thing to do is surgery. And I didn't have time to do surgery anyway. So I figured, well, we'll give it a year and see how it works. And this is what happened to Roger Federer the same way. He was giving the twins a bath, and he was kneeling next to the bathtub. The bathtub is the silent killer. <laughs> this is true. This is where most is injuries happen. Killer. This is where That's most good. injuries in the home happen, in the, in the bathtub I slash was, bathroom area. Or even next to the bathtub. It's just dangerous. Worst for me, I think, was I was carrying Michael when he was a little baby down the stairs, and I'm wearing sweatpants, and they're long. So you know, like sometimes you step on your sweatpants. Oh no! And I and and because it's soft on the on on the stairs, I just slipped. And my first, amazingly, my Did first you keep instinct. Keep him up. My first instinct. I I never thought that would be my first instinct, you know. But it was where I just held him, and I felt I did. It's one of those comedy routines where you slip and fall flat on your back on the stairs, oh. and that. Was horrible. Not long later, I had the ruptured disc, and I always wondered if that was a trigger, like it's caused it later. You I had a ruptured I did, disc. I did while I was at the standard. Your body is 
just it, a no, disaster it's a disaster zone. zone. I mean, L5, L5S1, extremely compressed. And you look fine from the exterior, <laughs> but well, inside, but once not, you go under subdermal, I'm like, it is. I'm, I'm like the. I'm everything is held together literally with. subdermal. I'm like the last car. Duct tape and bailing let's wire. Not, I'm like, I'm let's like, not oversell how good he looks from the outside. He looks great. It's, you know, I'm, better like better. A, <laughs> uh, I'm like the last car in Gung Ho, and then Michael Keaton pretends to drive it off, and then the whole thing falls apart. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that was that oh, was Gung Ho. Gung Ho, great movie, ahead of its time. Okay, uh, any other thoughts on that, Sonny? On your, your I'm just glad we got through one third of the show already. Okay, Let's good. Go. good. Let's <laughs> keep going. Now, as you as listeners know, this is finally the Halloween episode. Mm. We've been teasing this for months. And, and I love Halloween episodes. Uh, one of my favorite is, by the way, Little House on the Prairie. Go back. I bet you that's on YouTube, where Laura thinks that Mrs. Olsen was beheaded by her husband. <laughs> It's a fa- I saw that as, as three. I cried when I saw it because they do a dream sequence and it's like Harriet's head is on his platter. I mean, it was really frightening. I, I cried. Okay. Um, but we're going to talk, I think, first about um, Halloween costumes. Is yeah. that correct? Rank yeah. them. Your we're favorite gonna, gonna, right? Favorite. Right. Just favorite. ranking Our Halloween favorites. costumes. All right. Rankings. Something like that. Um, uh, JVL, talk about costumes. Go ahead. Top three Halloween costumes from my childhood. Number one, Darth Vader. I went as Darth Vader in first grade, and this was the Darth Vader costume in a box, which, Victorina, you will remember. I have no qualms with that. Plastic jumpsuit, which yes. smelled like PVC. Oh, yes, yes, And it did. had two ties on it one around the waist, mm-hmm. one around the back mm-hmm. of the neck. Mm-hmm. Question. Yes. I'm sorry to interrupt. Did it smell like you would die horribly if a flame even touched it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Right. Yes. Yeah, I think that's true. And it had a mask with a sort of rubberized string around the thing that you put over the front of your face, mm-hmm. but only the front of your face. Mm-hmm. And I was convinced that this was the greatest thing. Ever and I would just walk around the house doing the. How old were you? Uh, first grade, so okay. this is six, five, six, five years old. Okay. Yeah. Number two, uh, Indiana Jones, second grade. Oh, and wow! I did the, you know I had the fedora hat and the whole nine yards, and it was great. I wasn't allowed to have a pistol. I wanted to have a pistol, but that was not allowed in my commie house. And number three, in third grade, I went as Crockett from Miami Vice. (laughs) So I had white pants, a pink T-shirt, a white jacket, and I took a piece of coal Mm -hmm. and gussied it up as if I had five o'clock shadow on my face. Oh, that's pretty good. And that was pretty good. I'm impressed. I thought we were going in a slightly different direction with the coal. Oh, on thank the face. God! It just stopped at the stubble. Uh, Sunny, what? Right, so you have I, thoughts? I, uh, I, uh, Crockett, not Tubbs. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> this is this is why I was this is why I, I was a little bit confused at first. I was like, wait, hold on. I this is going to be this is going to be weird. <laughs> the very socially conscious <laughs> people wow, at my yeah. Quaker school wow. would have been <laughs> uncomfortable <laughs> with that. Um. All right, so I I, uh, I I don't really remember a lot of the costumes I had as a child because I never really I didn't I didn't I didn't love Halloween. I tried one year to dress as a like medieval knight. I had like a sword and a shield already, and I like wrapped myself in tinfoil one one Halloween, and it all fell apart within like literally minutes, literally minutes of walk. And I just I and ever since then I was I was I was off the as, whole as Halloween a, thing. As a kid, these things are conceptually perfect. Yes. Oh, oh, yeah. oh no, yeah, right. I was like, no, look, it's very easy. I've already got the short sword and the shield, and I'm just gonna wrap tinfoil all around myself and I'll look like a knight. <laughs> and it just fell apart. And I lived in England at the time, so I was doing this whole like English British knight thing. Do they was, do Halloween and yeah, trick or treating in England? 
Uh, well, we were doing it on the the Air Force Base <clears throat> there. So, Getty Images. I don't know if you guys excited. use Getty over at the Beacon, but Getty Images homepage yeah, sure. right now is how they celebrate Halloween in Tokyo. Is it creepy? It's interesting. I'll take a look at that when Vic I get back should to the go and okay. check oh, that out. Moving right along. Away. Moving right along. Tentacles. So, since I don't really remember the childhood costumes, I'm going with lazy adult costumes. These are these are costumes you can pull off as an adult, or these are costumes I did pull off as an adult. Uh, with very very minimal effort. Number three, one year I went as uh, to a Halloween party. Oh no, that's he's showing how the Tokyoites do Halloween, and it's creepy and awkward. For you, maybe. <sighs> yeah. Vic is so into it. You're the one with the battleship Yamato and the Maple Mistress over there <laughs> uh, on Thursday. This is Thursday. Right? Man, it must On be. I, it's, wow. it's room I just temperature. stayed here in the, the stayed here in the the thing. <laughs> All right, so these are my these are my three. Keep talking. I'm just showing these to Vic. Three laziest costumes. Uh, one year I went as the ghost of Brett Favre. Wow. Which was I? I oh, are you showing your job? I owned I owned a Brett Favre <laughs> jersey and I wore like a little halo because this was like his last year with the Packers when he was terrible, <laughs> and it was like God, he's just a shell of himself. He's a ghost of his former self. Get it? Hence. The ghost. Right. Of Brett Favre, yes, very good. Uh, uh, number two, this is a this is a kind of universal go to that anyone can do at any time. Just go as James Bond. Just wear a tux. You wear a tux. You go as James Bond. You put you do like a finger gun. Uh, you're oh, fine. That's all you need is yeah. Finger you're fine. Gun. You do a finger gun. You're fine. Now look, if you don't own a tux, and shame on you if you don't. If you don't own a tux, you're really missing out after on, a certain age. I no. After I like there's age. there like I by the you, time you get married. If you if you don't buy a tuxedo for your wedding and then right. stay in shape enough to wear that at oh all boy. of the other weddings you go to, mm-hmm. that's the key. Be fat uh, for your wedding. <laughs> Put on extra weight. Yeah. Usually people Everyone, think it's the other way like, around. Oh, I'm gonna lose some weight. I'm gonna be in my way. No, you want to get fatter so you can fit into that tux. <laughs> uh, no, you you just wear the tux around. The alternate of this, of course. Uh, you can go as Rick from Casablanca if you just buy one of like the white dinner the jackets, white dinner jacket with like a nice black yeah. tie and white yeah. shirt. Yeah, it, it it's it is a it's a it's a cheap and quick costume. You do it, it's fine. Do you have a white dinner jacket, Sonny? I did because I bought one for a Rick costume, oh, and I God. never actually used it. We ended up not going to the Halloween party we were going to go to that year, and I have now for the last like six years just had a white dinner jacket that I paid like twenty dollars for oh, off 20. eBay. Oh. Uh, okay, that's that, fine. that uh, has has been there, but one it's day, so daring. One day, I will. What is so daring? The problem with yeah. any movie character uh, as a bearded person is that you have a you have a hard time being somebody you can't, else. Yeah, I I could be like Peck from the Ghostbusters <laughs> movie, or <laughs> the guy from the like EPA, that. right? The guy or from William the EPA. William I could just wear a suit. I could wear like a three piece suit and say I'm Peck. But like it, it's hard to do if you if you want to be like Rick from Casablanca. Um, but there is one other costume that you can do if you're a if you're a beardo uh, who just wants to be lazy. One year I went as Chuck Klosterman. Just threw on, just threw on. A, I threw on a sweater on top of. You go as Chuck Klosterman every day. I went, I went as Chuck Klosterman because I was like, you know what, Chuck Klosterman's pretty famous. He just looks like a kind of beardo dude. He's got the you know sweater on top of the the Oxford. I can pull that off. I just untuck the Oxford. It's fine. Wore jeans, some uh, sambas. It was great. Very nice. Chuck Klosterman, the laziest costume I've ever done. He it was would, great. He would have been that's Im- number one. Yet he would have been impressed though. 
I don't think I think he would have been weirded out by it. I feel like he definitely would. It, Chuck Klosterman is the sort of person who is like, if people are going as me for Halloween, what does that mean for me, Chuck Klosterman? And then he would not write for six months, and then he would write like a three thousand word essay about how it made him feel. Um, I only have like two favorite costumes. I think uh, growing up, one was again at the same time when I was a kid, JVL. It was from the box, and I was Captain Hook. Which Captain Hook? Ah, uh, Disney Captain Hook. The Disney, like the cartoon Peter Pan car- cartoon. Peter Pan cartoon Captain Hook. Not but the, the Dustin Hoffman. No, no, it was way before that Captain time. Captain Hook. Way before that time. This is the 70s. Uh, and so, yes, wearing the, the extremely flammable. Tell us what the 70s were like, Grandpa. Oh, my gosh. It was wild. Um, we used to listen. If A really quick 70s anecdote. Um, <laughs> my you know sister would go and just, she was three years older, and she'd just you know, buy an album. And my parents didn't go, oh, that's fine. You know, whatever the album is, that's fine. You know, listen to music. That's cool. We had no limits. We had no restrictions on music. And she bought an album once, which was called A Night at Studio 54. And it was like three or four albums. And it was recorded on two nights of the music that was played at Studio 54, which sounded like the coolest place. And it probably was. Uh, but we had no idea what was going on there. And one of the songs was called Push, Push in the Bush by Musique. And we used to listen to that all the time and just thinking, oh, you know, you're pushing against this bush, you know, and it was wild. And and one of the lyrics is sometimes you need this a piece of pie. Two shows in a row. It, what? You've gone in this direction. What, really? Black Bush. Oh, yeah, well, well, you know. In any event, that's my memory of the 70s is sitting around listening to Push Push in the Bush. Uh, okay. To be clear, you were how old? Uh, seven. <laughs> okay, but there was so much Peaches and Herb. There were so many great songs on that album. You can't find that album anywhere. It's not on CD or anything, and it should be. Okay, so Captain Hook was one. Um, uh, and the other one was many, many, many years later, uh, I got so tired of crappy outfits and just, like, mailing it in. I said, you know what? I'm really going to put my all into it, and I'm going to think carefully about it. And me, and this is very obscure, though, me and my buddy Stevie Starris went as the Valens brothers from La Bamba. He was Richie Valens, and I was the brother Bob. You know, that's so interesting. What do you, you know say who that? starred in the movie as one of the Valens brothers? Oh, Lou Diamond Phillips? Yes. Oh, well, who right. Who is playing you oh, in was, the movie. That was an old joke that Lou Diamond Phillips in is going to be the me. weekly standard of the movie, Victorina Peter. Mattis would be played <laughs> by Lou Diamond Phillips. You should, we should probably... So what is the weekly standard of the movie? Can you explain to... <laughs> this what? is a game. Back when Vic and I were like 22 and had were underemployed, I would say, at the magazine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we would spend time thinking through who would play who in Weekly Standard, the movie. And so we thought that uh, who, who, Bill was going to be uh, Richard Dreyfus. Richard Dreyfus. Right. You were Lou Diamond Phillips. <laughs> right. Oh, there was a bunch. Carolyn Wimmer was going to be Helen Angela Mirren. Lansbury. Or Angela Lansbury. Angela, Angela Lansbury. Lansbury. Helen Mirren was Claudia. Claudia. Claudia, yeah. would, Claudia yeah. Anderson would be Helen sense. Mirren, right. et cetera, et cetera. Right. And Gary Oldman is Jody. Yes, Jody Bottom, one hundred percent. Jody Bottom, and then I think the joke was Fred Barnes would be Fred Barnes. Fred Barnes would be Fred Barnes because he has his SAG card. He has it. He was in Dave because he was in and ID four Independence Day right. and four. Right. right, he does. Does he still have a SAG card? We'd have that. I just presume I so. He's Fred. He's Fred Barnes. He's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I will say that uh, one of the things for me in kindergarten, um, I had uh, one of those plastic masks, and it was a scary monster mask with multiple eyeballs coming out and the whole thing, and the rubber band snapped on my head because it was just stretched. It just gave out. It just gave out. It just gave out. And every, it gave up the will to live. And that's when I stopped wearing those masks. <laughs> 
guys. It's funny because for me, those masks, they would always slide down. They would slide down. They would slide down. Right, the, hmm. the, the rubber band was very loose for you. For mine, it was stretched. It really was. It snapped on my head. And that was a traumatic experience. <laughs> um, and I will say, you know, because for, you know, for lots Vic's of mom took him aside and said, <laughs> Vic, you're just special. They got me a hat once to wear and it didn't fit my head. <laughs> and it was like for adults. Uh, Have you ever been tested for hydrocephalus? <laughs> I just, I'm yes. curious. Gigantism. I don't, I don't, I, you know, I don't. <laughs> Uh, Carolyn, Carolyn Wimmer once measured my head, head here in the office. I remember that. Uh, for, what did she why. use? It was, it was, <laughs> it was one of those tape measures that you use for the house. Did you do uh, it by <laughs> cubic liter volume? <laughs> and I, you know what? And I wrote it down because she didn't believe me about that. And then she measured. She's like, oh my goodness. This is a, this was, Are this your was parents a large headed? No, no, for some reason it's just me. I'm special. Uh, I always think that my father might be, uh, the, what, who's that character for Marvel? <laughs> the thinker, Chrome Dome, what's his name? Which one? <laughs> Modoc. <laughs> yeah, Modoc. Modoc yeah. is actually my father. But anyway, all I was going to say was that obviously for Halloween, some people love it, but a lot of people, you know, wearing costumes isn't easy. And you know what else isn't easy? HelloFresh knows that eating the way you want to isn't always easy. It could take a lot of energy to figure out what is good for you in season, sustainably sourced, flavorful, and filling. Oh, and don't forget doing all that without breaking the bank. HelloFresh recipes will make you feel unstoppable and your taste buds will thank you. In six easy-to-master steps, they get you chopping, zesting, cooking like a natural. Most of our recipes take just 30 minutes and require minimal equipment. They are constantly experimenting in the kitchen to let fresh, natural ingredients shine. HelloFresh offers ever-changing menus, classic ingredients in a new light, and easy-to-follow recipes to help you avoid that food coma and feel good inside and out. HelloFresh currently offers customers a classic box, a veggie box, and a family box. Customers can order three, four, or five different meals per week designed for either two or four people. New recipes are created every week. They employ two full-time registered dietitians on staff who review each recipe to ensure it is nutritionally balanced. HelloFresh is less than $10 a meal. So I received my HelloFresh box uh, at home and I cooked Thai-spiced pork meatballs, adobo loco steak, and Carolina barbecue chicken. And it was all very easy, very fun, and it felt like being in a restaurant. Except for this restaurant has pieces of Lego and toys on the dining room table. Um, they Again, you know, you know how to chop, you know how to cook. They bring almost everything to you. Obviously, you should have oil in your house. If you don't, you should buy some cooking oil. But everything else, whether it be white wine vinegar, whether it be the soy sauce, just the right amounts, the measurements, it's all there. You put it in, you prep it, you cook it. I would say one of the highlights for me for the Carolina barbecue chicken was actually the mac and cheese, uh, the secret ingredient being cream cheese. You put Ooh, that in there, yeah. it makes it on the gamelli pasta. They always tell it's you- It's like with everything else. If you add an extra 200 calories, oh it makes it taste better. It was great. And they give you. They actually gave you- um, uh, you know, uh, several two recipes had Thai chilies in it, and you have to be very careful with your hand. Make sure you wash your hands. And they say to mince it, but be very careful how much you put in it. So uh, this mac and cheese was so delicious, I wanted it to myself. I put all the Thai chilies in the mac and cheese, and I enjoyed it alone with my wife. None for my kids. <laughs> did Did Kate appreciate all? She the- liked it. It was a little bit heat, but not you know, not I can handle the heat, so I liked it. The other thing is this: I'll say the portions. Um, you think, oh my gosh, you know how these things are. You know, it's never enough for one. It was more than enough for me, and I actually had uh, extra, a little bit left over. So, HelloFresh has a special offer to listeners of the Substandard Podcast. For $30 off your first week of HelloFresh, visit HelloFresh.com and enter promo code SUBSTANDARD30. One more time to try HelloFresh and get $30 off 
off your first week, go to HelloFresh.com and use promo code SUBSTANDARD30 at checkout. There you go. Captain Bill Dwyer's sister must have been very, very grateful that you cooked dinner. Uh, yes, that's yeah. For, but but you know, uh, it was you know, for, she liked it. Yeah, it was very, it was very good. It was yeah. very good. Yeah. So absolutely. she was really grateful and enjoyed the meal. Yes. Where are you going with this? Oh, why don't you sure feast on this? this? Okay. Oh right. Well, I'll. Uh, there, there, I don't that's understand what's happening. That. Right I have. Now. I do have a funny line, but I can't use it for the show. Fair enough. Uh-huh. It was a reference Fair to Daddy's enough. sauce. Okay, uh, JVL. Um, uh, we are. This is a big thing, Sonny. You actually had the idea for this, so go explain what the idea was. Well, I just thought that we. I'm should... sorry. Hold on. That was the most radio Vic ever, and I loved it. Oh, with the low. Yes. Yeah, it's because I'm still it's getting great. off the cold. I like, love it. In the world. Sorry. Well, the best part was your mic barely picked it up because you, you were leaning away from it. As you can't were, stop moving my head. You just, I'm moving you around. Just, you don't understand that. Like the thing is, you have to talk into the mic. You can't just talk over here. Like you see what's going on, people. I, this I is, can't do it. I this is what it's long. like it sitting here with Vic. It is too long Vic. to eat the mic. Go ahead. That's what, <laughs> That's what she said. Um, the anyway, the the we we have decided to do a candy draft. We've decided to do a candy draft. Now I'm stealing this idea from uh, kissing Susie Colbert, the great NFL football blog. That I think formerly still, great. I, I maybe it still exists. I don't know. I don't read it anymore. But they they used to do this great thing where they would have mock drafts, and it would basically be they would they would pick a topic like I don't know, like uh, Uprox uh, ruined it the way they ruined everything else. Yeah, I mean Uprox Uprox is it's I I've, yes yes I have I have many thoughts on this that I don't want to share because I don't want to hurt people. But the the uh, the the idea for this was you they would have a topic. It would be something like. 70s bands or you know dinners at home or something like that and then the guys would go around in the post and each pick one and so i thought we would do this for candy we would do this for halloween candy uh and uh jvl made the suggestion that we should only do things that we've actually received when we were children as as uh as items um and he also kind of wanted to do a big board that we would scratch things off of, but I think that this is better if you're just going off the top of your head, or not. Uh, in the case of Vic, if you're going <laughs> off the top of your head, I'm writing some it of down. us. I'm writing it down. Some now. of us com- com- compiled actual draft boards here of our own that we would we would use. And and oh my god, anyway. I spent hours and hours on research. JBL has spent a lot of time on this. I have right here in my hand. An actual draft research report card oh, where I have ranked wow. by Vork value, value over, over replacement, replacement candy. candy. Yes. All of the candies. I got to be honest. I'm in this to win it. And how and are then, we going to decide who the winner then, is? Defense. And then oh, we, yeah. thought, we thought we would have you people, the <laughs> listeners, vote on this. You can go to the, f- uh, the, the Weekly Standards Facebook page. We'll set up some sort of poll or something. I assume you can do this. Uh, or you can just leave a comment or, or something. Or Hannah can. Or Hannah can. I don't know. I don't know how technology works, uh, and this is really the Weekly Standard's responsibility, so I'm going to leave it up to them. But we will figure out a way for you to vote on who has the best lineup, the best candy lineup, who had the best candy draft. What's what's the prize here? The what prize, are the stakes? The prize here is pride and I, your battleship Yamato, <laughs> I guess. I'm going to just throw that into the mix. If we If I win, I get to take it home. So if you want me to if you want me to make JBL sad, you vote for me, regardless of what my candy lineup looks like. I don't think I like those snakes. <laughs> All right, this is a snake draft. Snake correct? draft. JBL goes first, Vic goes second, I go third, then I go fourth, JBL uh Vic goes fifth, and JBL goes sixth. 
All right. If you've ever done, you if you've ever done a fantasy baseball or fantasy football draft with a snake order draft, that's kind of what we're doing here. JVL, shall we begin? You're on the clock. The Reese's peanut butter cup full size two pack. Okay. This mm. is the blue chip of candies. This is the LeBron James. This is the Peyton Manning pick. The highest pre-draft grade of any of the candies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is solid whether it is at room temperature, whether it is a little bit warm and mm-hmm. soft, a little melty. or whether you have frozen it. Mm-hmm. The pieces are large enough that you can take your time as you eat through them. And because it's a two-pack, there's a second one. So there's not as much of a letdown when you finish the first candy. It has an outrageously high trade value. The only downside, the only downside is with the rise of peanut allergies. Yes. You have had a little bit of a limitation mm-hmm. in the pool of potential draft trade partners. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, nobody denies that this is... This is the franchise pick. This is the candy that you build your team around. Sure. Okay. Great. That's a great first round pick. Good job. Okay. Nerds. Nerds. You can't find them everywhere anymore. Uh, yeah, cross it off your list, Sonny. You can't find nerds anymore. I remember when they first came out, and I felt weird eating nerds as a nerd, and I didn't want anyone in high school or whatever to see me eating my nerd. number. That's my number two. <laughs> that's my number two draft pick. It's like Pop Rocks, but it doesn't hurt. It's a pleasure in your mouth. And, it, the, the, and also, the, nerds are nerds are like not easy to find outside of Halloween. Not, it's like it's a very specifically Halloween You know what candy. I'd like to find? I'd like to find the giant box, because you never yeah. see that. You ever see yeah. a giant box of nerds? Oh, like, man, yeah. I'd like to get a box the size of a cereal box of nerds. Just like grape nuts, like yes. a grape nut sized box of nerds. Except for you, it. you pour Sunkist on top of it, and you eat it that way. I would I, eat that. I gotta say, boys, in the sugar division, mm-hmm. which is where the nerds are, mm-hmm. I had nerds graded out as the number two pick on the board. Mm-hmm. It's a very, very oh, solid okay. pick. Very two different pick. flavors, solid mouthfeel. They last oh, for a so- long time. Yeah. Yeah. You work yeah. on a box of nerds, mm-hmm. yeah. you've got yourself twenty minutes even, of candy enjoyment. Even the mini box goes for a long time. Yeah, if I you could. if mm-hmm. you pour, I mean, look, you can shove it all in your mouth at once. <laughs> Some of us have done that. That's called a party. Yeah, yeah. And and the and the other thing, and the solid other, pick, Vic. Thank you, thank you very much. Also, it's easy on the teeth. Yeah. Don't make my teeth like work. It. It's Halloween. Yeah. Sunny. Here's I'm gonna throw a curveball out here. You guys aren't expecting this. I'm doing it. Anything king size. <laughs> here's what I'm going with. The whole point of Halloween is to create a massive store of candy. And that means that volume matters more than anything else. Quantity over quality. I will take literally any king size bar, even something as disgusting as a baby Ruth. Over like a miniature crunch bar or a mini, a Snickers mini or whatever. Any king size bar goes right in my bag. I have a question for you, Sonny. Yes. Quantity, not quality. Quantity. When you were trick-or-treating. Yes. How many houses would give out the king size? Very because I got to say, there was only one house in my childhood that gave out king size, and that was Randall Cunningham. Oh, You used to go trick-or-treat from Randall Cunningham? Yeah, he was in in my, my town. And so when you would go to Randall Cunningham's house, Miss it was never right. Randall who answered the door. It was always Mrs. Cunningham. And she had a, a whole basket of king-size bars, yes. and you picked out the king-size you wanted. But this is one reason why it is such a high draft pick is because it is rare. It Huge is rare scarcity. It's, you, you cannot get the king-size bar in very play. many places. It's a you, big value When you play. see a king-size bar, you have to take it. And you have to abide by the rules. The people who put out, sometimes you'll go to a house and there will be a basket of king size bars and they say, please just take one. Now, I can understand ignoring the please take one sign. 
on like a, a mini basket of nerds or something. Mm-hmm. The but mini if you Milky see, Ways. If you see the mini Milky Ways, you know, I'm going to take two of those. Like, I can understand that. But if you see a please only take one sign on a basket of king size candy bars, you better respect that. Because it is a, it's a big commitment. It's a lot. It's a big commitment by say, the people I putting say, it out though, there. I have never in my life seen a let people be on their honor system for a king size. I've seen this. I've seen this. Really? In, Do you uh, trick or treat at doctors' houses? <laughs> there were probably some doctors where <laughs> I. Because I imagine, Victorino, that your parents gave out king size bars. We rarely, much like professional quarterbacks. We, no, we just gave out regular candies, and we rarely had visitors because, of course, my house is also a doctor's office. So most people thought it was not a house, mm. which was great because you didn't have break-ins either. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So, Sonny, you go again. Right? So this, I go again. Draft. I go okay. I, mm-hmm. snake draft. Mm-hmm. I'm going to move up a little bit because I, I don't like how this is shaking out for everyone. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go my number. So again, anything king size would top this. If I king again king size baby Ruth disgusting candy bar, but I, I would take baby that. Ruth. I would take that over what is next. Uh, what I'm going to pick next here, which is the Skittles. Oh. Skittles are a great Halloween candy. A bag mm-hmm. of Skittles mm-hmm. goes a very long way. Uh, in making me a happy, mm. happy individual. I'm a huge Skittles fan. You, the orange Skittle, number one Skittle. Red Skittle, number two. Yellow, number what about three. Green? green, number four. Like Wait, where's purple? I purple, actually, purple is probably higher than that. Yellow so, at the bottom. This is a mistake, if I could just say. Uh, Yellow I mean, at I, the bottom. I have, I have graded out Skittles at number 12 in the sugar division. That's bullshit. That's and a bullshit I, ranking. I, I got to say, this is like using your number one pick on a running back. They're, they make more of them. No. There are other no, no, running no, backs no, no, out there. No, no. no matter how good Skittles, your running back Skittles, is, there's Skittles another are the, one out there. Skittles are the number one sugar snack. No, I'm sorry. No. That, that I is got just that. I got one better than that. And I then, go on. So I better take sugar again, but I need I need to get my chocolate soon. But judging by the way this discussion is going, I think I'm safe with my choice of favorite chocolate. So I'm going to go with another one from the sugar division, and I'm going to say the Everlasting Gobstopper. Oh, that's a... Tr- I'm gonna uh, last for hours. I don't even have that on my top thirty. Uh, what? Not it's even so on fun. my top thirty. I remember. I didn't even know Willy Wonka was an actual brand, right? Because I had seen the movie. I was actually kind of curious about that. Is this? Yes. They Did must it come post, after. They the must movie? have paid Roll Dolls Estate or something. Had to have because I don't yeah. think there was an actual Willy Wonka chocolate. Uh, to, because I'd buy it though. <laughs> he's, who not buy it? Person, right, he's not a real person. He's not a real person. Who, who, who wouldn't buy it though, right? Yeah. If you saw, you know, and think you could get a golden ticket, yeah. holy smokes! I have to say, holy smokes because right. I don't have to holy smokes. It. So and plus the Gobstoppers, yes, G Willikers. Um, you going somewhere? You just want to have that thing in your mouth. Yeah, you just want that thing in your mouth, huh? Round. Yeah. And just, you know, hard play around with it. You want that Suck hard thing it. in your mouth? You know, bite it a little bit. Just a little nibble. Just a little nibble, not too much. And uh, <clears throat> and that's the everlasting gobstopper. Yeah. JBL. Uh, so I think you guys have made, both made a strategic mistake here. I mean, the chocolate division is the quarterback position I know, of I know. the candy. I'm not going to sugars and You guys have no, gone to sugars well, first. No, but here's, here's the you problem. You drove me to it, here's, here's the problem, though, is that you are assuming that everyone has the same tastes as you, which is not everyone necessarily does. I, I crowdsource this. Chocolate is trash. I crowdsource this. Chocolate and let is me the tell trash. You, well, this is I can't own. believe Unless this. Unless it's white chocolate. I got to say, I'm, I'm surprised that, I, that this is on the board. I can't believe it. Because I had graded out as the number two pick overall, Snickers. And here it is still sitting on the board at one, two, three, four, five, at the number six spot. It's literally where I have it on my list, number I'm taking, six. I am number taking six Snickers. Is Snickers. It satisfies. It keeps you from being hangry. It has some peanuts. It has oh. some caramel. The Snickers is an amazing, amazing candy. Really the cornerstone of anybody's candy basket haul. And the fact that it fell to number six yep. 
this is like picking Michael Jordan with the number three spot. And I got to say, I feel really good about the rest of my draft I'm now. picking Kwame Brown. Number six, uh, <clears throat> Snickers, look, again, this is where literally on my list. That's where I had Snickers at number six. And I like the Snickers bar. Don't get me wrong. I think it's a great candy. It gives you a lot of energy, but it's not really sweet enough for me. I need sweeter. So I am now presented with a problem because now it's my pick again. I get six and seven. And my number one picks in both the jelly division and the sugar division are still on the board. I could go with either of those, but my number three graded candy overall is still there. And even though it's chocolate, I'm going back again. The York Peppermint Patty. Oh, that's a good pick. Mint, God, that's a good pick. Yeah, Dark. I'm not. That's yeah, a good chocolate. Pick. I actually don't even have this on my board. I had totally overlooked the York peppermint patty. The it's a York, great pick. Here's why. First of all, dark chocolate. Second of all, there is no competitor. There, there is, is no, in the no mint category. Else, that's in it. the mint that's chocolate no one category. Else there who does mint and yeah. chocolate after and eight? Third after eight is what? Well, except like an Andy's. You don't get or the. Something. You don't get them. Right? Yes, Andy's. Oh, but Andy's nobody are garbage. Gives those, nobody give those out for Halloween. But anyway. here's the thing about the New York peppermint patty. The York peppermint patty is the closer of your candy. Yeah, yeah. Out. When you because after then, you've had everything else done it, as your aperitif, yeah, the little thing cordial, you put on digest, your cordial, your digestif. Yes, you have your York peppermint patty. And then you're done. You're sated. Mm-hmm. And I am, I'm feeling great with New York Peppermint Patty. Victorino, back to you. Good okay. pick. I like that pick. I got I to gotta bolster my pick. I got a little carried away with the Everlasting Gobstopper because it's fun and it's rare. But uh, So number three for me is 100 grand. Oh, Jesus. that's I love awesome that. pick. But I, because, you, know, you know, I'll tell you something. That's a gutter candy. Are you kidding? I'll tell you something very funny. I mentioned my sister twice on the show. Um, when we were kids, my sister thought, looking at the commercials, she thought it was like a big piece of meat. Which is great because it looks like beef, you know. And she's like, "What is this?" But in fact, it's great. I feel like a hundred grand when I eat it, um, and it's a mixture of everything. It's crunchy, it's chewy, and it's chocolate. And you know what? I don't see how how often do you see a hundred grand that's, anymore? That's it's not on my solid list. Solid value. That's, I have that at number you, four Jacob. overall. No, that's not thank on my you. list. I'm raising both that's my n- arms. That is thank not you. on my list because I I reject because the hundred grand issues. bar. It's a disgusting trash candy you're that no not, one should eat. You're saying it's worth less Terrible. than hundred grand. Terrible. I would I would rather eat raisins. I would rather eat a box of raisins <laughs> than a one hundred grand bar. I have a question You'd for you. You'd rather Sonny. what would you yes. take? Hundred grand or pennies? What would you take? Well we'll get to we'll get to pennies. I have a question. Yes. You could have a hundred grand or mm-hmm. you could get a Bible comic book from the Jehovah's Witness house. Which would you prefer? Probably the Bible comic book, because then at least I can make fun of the Jehovah's. No, don't make fun of Jeho- I would say of the three can, Jehovah's make, Witnesses I have known I in my life, they've been among the most Look, lovely people I know. I, I don't doubt that. That doesn't surprise me. They seem like very nice people, but I'm still going to make fun of them for their awful comic books. Okay. Okay. Uh, am I, Down am to you, yeah, Sonny. Uh, next up for me, uh, M&M's. What? I'm sorry. M&M's. No, clarify. M&M's plain. Not mm. peanut. Mm-hmm. Good. It's F- happy for everybody. F your peanuts. Fun for the family. Right. And I get to go again, right? Huge M&M's mistake. peanut. <laughs> Much better. Much better. I question your ordering of this because- No, you I, know, just, well, I was just trying to, I was trying to you know, create some, some, some tension drama. here. Some tension. Now, Sonny, honest I question. I have all of the M&M's now. Honest question. Yes. Which do you prefer, plain or peanut? Plain. I prefer plain. I actually, the order that I took them in is the order that I prefer them. Really? But peanut gives you protein. I understand that people uh, have made the argument for peanut because it gives you the protein. It it staves off the hanger. 
Mm-hmm. It staves off the hanger. But I am I am a big fan of just the plain chocolate peanut or no no peanut M and M. That's that's what I like. Yeah. That's what I prefer. That's a that's a very solid choice. Uh, the other, if I could just say. I don't know about you guys. For me, Halloween was always about making your candy last as long as possible. Yeah. And the M&Ms there simply can't be beat. Yeah. You know, even a mini packet oh, of that'll M&Ms. Oh, yeah. that'll, that'll last. That'll last you for forever. You just do one. You pop one in your mouth and you, you suck on it a little bit. You chew it. It's great. And you, can other, get, you can get a solid 10 minutes the out other of a mini thing packet. About, now, you don't understand this because you're an only child, right? No, no, you, no I have a sister. sister. Oh, well, I had always found my experience <laughs> all these years. was that the plain M&Ms are trade bait for some sucker. Because there's always some younger sibling who sees the plain M&Ms as, oh, I'll give you anything. Here's five five York peppermint patties for your one plain M&Ms. Yep. Great pick. That, look, I, I have a, this is one of the benefits of being at the back end of the snake draft is that you can really dominate a market <laughs> but you can't in this sort twice. of way. You so, have to go twice. I feel like I get, I'm only going once every time right. I'm in the middle here. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you ever see two girls I'm, and a guy? Considering how much effort you put into this before we even got here, Vic, I'm I feel real bad I'm for you. I'm kidding, Sonny. I wrote a little list here. I was kidding. Okay. Um, I, I, I'm I'm taking evasive maneuvers. I don't know how much time we have, so I'm going to go with. Uh, We're just going to keep going. This is going to be going? an extended episode. Eighty rounds. I didn't realize the draft that this goes was three days. I didn't realize how amazing this was. We're no, twenty minutes really into this. It's going to be great. I have some that are really high up in my list, but I have the sense you guys don't like it, so I'm going to save it for later. No, no, I'm no. I'm taking take a chance. I'm oh taking boy. a chance. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Twix. Ooh, Twix. Twix is a good choice. I like Twix. Do you Twix. know what's amazing about Twix? I'd like to go to the factory. The two-pack of Twix? Oh, well, yeah, obviously. If they do that, yeah. more often than not, it's fun size, mm. you know? But I'll tell you what, the, the exciting thing about Twix is- I like to eat it where I get the chocolate part out of the way, and then I'll just eat the cookie part. Like I could suck oh, the so chocolate, suck suck chocolate, the chocolate and the off. caramel. Yes, now it's the an oblong shape candy, correct? Suck the chocolate off. It's an oblong. He could suck the chocolate off a of Twix. That guy. The cookie. I want to go to the factory and just eat the cookie. Can I just buy the cookie? Because I bet you something. I bet you something. I bet you that cookie's good. I bet you that's a good cookie alone without I don't know anything. anything about that. My okay. draft expert. So Twix. Oh, by the way, and Twix uh, in German is called Raider. Yes, my draft experts Mm -hmm. who compiled a list of the biggest obvious draft busts. Twix is number two on that list. I don't know why they would say huge, huge. This is a classic mistake. Why why would they? Why is that a classic? No, you think yourself. Oh, there's multiples of them. Oh, there's chocolate. But but the truth is, when you get down to it, nobody likes Twix. I like no trade value for it. I love Raider. Ich liebe Raider. And where's the? I'm glad you took it. Your people, your the people that you talk to on Facebook are idiots. Yeah, they're idiots. You the wrong way. You know, you have like Dan Snyder's draft team, basically right now. I just want you to know that. So uh, my pick, the next pick. Now, I, I feel like I've dominated chocolate, and so I can branch out a little bit. And I'm going to go a little crazy here. My number one pick from the jelly division, Sour Patch Kids. Mm, that's a good one. Sour is so good. And you don't want to eat sour all the time. Mm. But when you want it, there is nothing better than the Sour Patch Kids. Yep. But share your work with the rest of the class. <laughs> 26. 26 on my list. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I, there's, there's something to be said for Sour Patch Kids. If you're sad, if you're a sad, lonely child, and you, you, oh, you maybe that's want, why I like them. You don't, you don't want to be happy, and you want to, you want to feel the tang on your tongue. But like, it's, it's really not a great, it's not a great candy. Sorry. And then my number one pick in the sugar division, which I am shocked is still on the board this late, the Rice Krispie Treat. The Rice Krispie Treat is what? the closest. 
that you get to eating a piece of Question. candy that feels like it's homemade. Sorry, I don't sorry, remember sorry, getting sorry. That. Are you talking about the Rice Krispie treat in the like little the like in pre-made the foil, in the little blue pre-made. foil? Okay. Yes. Okay. I've never I never I don't think I've ever Oh no, sorry. Oh, yeah, no, I no, used that's, to eat the handmade Rice Krispie treats that the neighbors would give out. That's fine, right? Handmade candy that your neighbors just hand to you, not in their package? Yeah, that's why I eat the apples. <laughs> I eat the apples with the, the apples little with slices the, in them. With the little needles and Five. razor blades. Uh, the Rice Krispie Treat is, in, in a world where everything else feels chemically enhanced and feels like it's manufactured in an assembly line, you can delude yourself into thinking that the Rice Krispie Treat is almost like the homemade thing that your parent who loves you actually made for you. I uh I that's that's a good pick. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw that out there. It's a good pick. Homemade is better, uh, and it's so much better that it makes the the like factory Rice Krispie treat taste like trash. Well, you would have to so have had I, somebody like, make you a homemade yeah, Rice Krispie I, treat to know the difference, wouldn't you, son? Yeah, but I mean, this is not all of us. Not again. You are you are yeah. you're you're operating from a very specific set of parameters that I don't think apply to many other people. So this is yeah, that's right. Vic. Vic, your fifth round pick. Yeah, okay, my fifth round pick. I, even though it's not on the top of your list, I'm sure it's not on the top of your list because you know people have very specific tastes and like either they love it or they hate it. I'm going for it because I need it for myself. Okay, I need it for myself. Almond Joy. I like coconut. <laughs> See, that's disgusting. See, I told you that is. I, knew it. I love that's an awful. Pick. I love coconut and I love almond it's and coconut. It's not even. On, it's not it's on my list. It's two in one. I love coconut. I have a question. Well, here's my question. Why I'm enjoy over mounds? I have them graded very yeah, high yes, together, but yes, this is yeah. like picking know, one of the two I twins the, from Stanford I over had, the other twin I had, from Stanford. Like, how do you know which I had one the, you I want? I had the argument with my wife last night about this because she prefers mounds because it's dark chocolate coconut. I like the almond. It's like getting two meals in one. It's yeah. like getting a martini with a twist or an olive. I choose the olive because I got a meal in there. The almond feels like an I'm, interloper to me. No, if I wanted no. an almond, I would almond. go to a bar and get like the little uh, uh, nut bowl almond, and pick the almonds almond, out of it. Almond, I'm coconut. in a candy. I just want chocolate and no, coconut. I want coconut and almond together. I think it's great. Dark chocolate. It's a solid pick for dark chocolate. Well, for mounds. Yeah, mounds is dark chocolate. Isn't almond? Al- no, milk? almond joy is milk. That's why there's a big divide. Oh, that's uh, garbage. Okay, moving right yeah. along. Sunny. Uh, let's see. What what round am I? This is, what round is this? This is round five. five. This is round five. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with Reese's Pieces. Oh, it's a solid that, that, Reese's Pieces. How dare there you. is no other Reese's Pieces. It's it's it, it is on mm-hmm, the board by itself. Mm-hmm. There is no other bite size M and M like popular popularized butter. by E T E T. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so Reese's Pieces is that my was, is my pick. I, I, I love it, and I rarely see it anymore. I'm gonna go with. Uh, uh, hold on, I'm 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 looking down my. I think I'm gonna go with Mike and Ike's next. I'm a giant fan oh, of, the, of Mike and the Ikes. variety of different Mike and Ikes. Love the Mike the and Mike Ikes. Ikes universe. No, 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 no. Which not, one? not all Mike and Ikes. Just okay. the original Mike and Ikes, not the tropical Mike and Ikes or any of that crap. But like the original, just like green, orange, red, yellow uh, Mike and Ikes uh, are king of the fruit candies. I could eat. I could eat a whole giant box of Mike and Ikes in one. I feel bad afterwards. I feel sick afterwards. But I will eat a whole giant box. Of, when when Beth knows I've had a bad day, when when my wife knows I've had a bad day, mm. sometimes she will come home with a giant box of Mike and Ikes. And I'm like, this is why I I love you. You're the best. Very sweet. You know, I'm very interested in your draft. I mean, clearly your draft philosophy has manifested itself on the board, which is that you want players for your squad 
who last for a long, long time, which is why you've chosen yeah. all these packages yeah. with lots of tiny pieces mm-hmm. in them. Absolutely. This it's is an interesting vlog. You're quantity, long, the long game. Checking. Quantity over quality. You are Belichicking this, this. This has always been... Anybody who has ever come home with a giant uh, pumpkin full of candy has always measured it against their other friends and said, well, mine is bigger, so mine is better. Quantity has always been better than quality. I'm surprised it took you six rounds to figure that out. <laughs> Victorino? Not rageous, but I think you have to go back in time. Oh, <laughs> no! <laughs> yes, I took not rageous. But where do you find not rageous anymore, right? I don't, I don't know anybody. Not rageous is was outrageous. the greatest it candy was, bar it was so ever. Weird. Yeah, if you don't have, as long as you don't have made. an allergy to pe- nuts, tree nuts or peanuts, this is your candy. Ever made. It's I am packed. so, so hurt <laughs> and, and you know what it was like it's like it's like any other nut candy but on steroids it was not rageous okay All right. jvl we need a ruling from the judges okay which is so i had wanted to pick nut rages but mm. i thought it was so mm. uh niche that i wouldn't i could wait till the eighth round for this <laughs> nut rages you forget was we come from the same production time. in 2014 oh, right. at which point it was rebranded as the nut bar so could i pick the nut bar no you said that <laughs> we could terrible. only pick things that we received mm, as yes. children. Fair enough. Unless you so, received the nut bar. Because I, I have a very, very special very, pick for that. Very, very hurt. Okay. <laughs> so, Vic, that's that's a great pick. That you. is a great pick. <laughs> My that pick next two record. picks. Yeah, we're at, we're at one hour already, so we should pick it up. Okay, Speed fine. Up. I'm going to blow you away with this. Away. Watch him call it. Ah! Gutter. Gutter candy. The Watchamacallit is one of the with great candies. You guys with your peanut-based candies. Look at this. It's right here. You guys with your peanut-based candies. I don't understand it. And then I'll follow that up with the Butterfinger. Oh, Butterfinger's a good choice. The choir. Butterfinger is, is another man. one of those oh, candies that is yeah, a niche, <laughs> but it's a very, very deep niche, and there's no competitor. There is no so competitor. So if you have a sibling yep. who really likes Butterfingers yep. and you load up on them, you can extract blood I from your little sister. The Butterfinger is best. For instance, your little sister, Monica, who loves the <laughs> Butterfingers, and you could say, huh, I would give you my last Butterfinger for three York Peppermint Patties, two Snickers, and five Watchamacallits, and she'll just say, fine. The Butterfinger is also very good as an ingredient in other things. Oh, like, ice for cream. For instance, blizzards. Oh, yeah. Or ice cream. Yes. Right. Yeah. Vic. There we go. Vic. Do you ever get those turtle bars every now and then? They give you turtle bars. You ever see those things? I don't know what that is. No. It's like a combination. It's like a cluster. Oh, it's like peanut and caramel and yes. chocolate, yes. right? Uh-huh. Oh. Going for that. Thank you. You, I, this is, I am. And it's big. And I think it might be Russell Stover's that makes it. I've only yeah, thought of them. Yes, yeah. Yes, okay. Yes. All right. Well, put that good down call. for me. Thank you. Right. This is this is ridiculous. The 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 overabundance of chocolate on this draft board has been absurd. You'll see the people will speak. Um uh I'm going to go with my next pick. I'm going to go crunch bars. Mm-hmm. Crunch bars mm-hmm. love the crunch bar. Uh and uh crackle bars are trash. Oh, crunch bars I, crunch uh, bars can Nestle, you're talking about Nestle crunch. Um and uh Wait, what is Nestle crunch? Is this different than Nestle you crackle? You don't know what a crunch crackle bar is? Crackle is Hershey's. Crackle is Hershey. Oh, Nestle Crunch is okay. Nestle yes, yeah. Nestle Crunch used to do commercials for t- with tennis stars. Uh, next yes, one I'm going to yeah. throw out there: Starburst, the little two pack of mm, Starburst. Mm-mm. No, no, no. Little two pack no, of Starburst. No. Okay. Do you do you so eat good. that and then do you immediately schedule your appointment with a dentist? <laughs> you know who you know who created the Starburst? The American Association of Dentists. <laughs> uh, well, thank I, you. It for creates sure. business for them. I agree. As, as I someone agree. who has never had a cavity, that doesn't bother what? me. Are you like unbreakable? Did you ever think that maybe? <clears throat> Never had a cavity. 
effing mic drop. Victorino. When I was six, I had nine cavities in my mouth. I looked like Jaws from James Bond. Yeah, that sounds about right. I that sounds <laughs> knowing knowing what I know about you and your family. That sounds about right. I had Starbucks graded out at number ten in the sugar division. Classic mistake. Yeah, classic no, mistake. I'm, because the only I'm people who eat Starbursts are the people who've eaten everything else. Yeah, yeah. And th- when you get to the end of your candy pile, yeah. it's oh, always oh, Starburst. No, 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 it's always. No. Uh, uh, this is such. This is such no. absurd. Yeah, you you pick. Effing Whatchamacallits ahead of Starburst? Are you Star- kidding Whatchamacallit me? Whatchamacallit is fantastic. Taste. The Whatchamacallit is amazing. It right? is amazing. It is amazing. At the end of the day, it's going to be what's left in my bag. Right, Starburst right, and, right, and good and plenty. We got, we got, we got things Take to do. Take some good and plenty rat poison pellets. Okay. Um, fine. I'm, I'm beginning to panic over here. I'll have to take Mr. Goodbar. It's the last of the uh, chocolates and peanuts. It's very simple. But it's it's you very people elegant. with your chocolates know, and peanuts. I don't understand. I like Mr. Goodbar. Like, you're it's getting all of the same tastes over and over again. The, uh, the best thing about the fruit candies is that you get multiple tastes in each in each box, and it's like you've, you. I, I find this all unbelievable. Go ahead, JBL. Uh, that's a solid pick, Victorino. Thank you. Uh, the the next pick I would take, looking at my board here, I'm I'm amazed it's still there. Special dark. Oh, yeah, no, if you're into sophisticated, because that's, that's thank you, Sonny. I just made the jerking off motion into the, because it's Save it ridiculous. for the next substandard live. Uh, and then after after dark, I, I'm going to go with something that you're, uh, this is going to be a controversial choice. Candy corn. Oh, it's not bad. For me, yeah, no, it's candy corn is the white mm-hmm. chocolate of mm-hmm. sugar candies. But there are people out there who love it, and I feel like if I'm going to have a well-rounded squad here, you got to have. It's like the tight end. Candy can corn's block. a good. Candy, candy corn, corn is, is like a, a blocky isn't, tight end. Isn't candy corn more of a free-floating candy? When candy corn, you get them like, in a little bag. You can satchels. get them in little bags. Oh, yeah, sometimes yeah. I think they're just floating there. You get like the Brock's bags. Of, okay, because you know. sometimes you just find them in your bag alone and naked. <laughs> okay. All right, Colonel. You're not gonna, you're gonna, you're not gonna believe this, but I'll, I'll add one. This is number nine on my list, I guess. Um, sweet tarts. Ooh, That's sweet tarts. Good, I like that. Good call. I like that. It's 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 not too crazy. It's not too sour patch crazy. But it's, it's not a warhead. No, no, right? no. I, I mean, there are people who really had that, into it, and that hurt who are into me. Pain. Yeah, Michael made me take uh, a warhead once. It was like. Quote, atomic quote, warhead. Great. Yeah. Before there can be pleasure, and, there and must be pain. pain. No, and it was all pain, and it, it was terrible. Yeah. So sweet tarts. Uh, what, what am I on the seventh pick? What's this? What, is what, one, nine, two, eight, three, eight, four, five, six, seven, eight. This is nine and ten for you. Nine and ten. Should we stop after this? Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Ten. Well, if these are my last two picks, I'm gonna go with. Man, I'm gonna go with blow pops. That's a very good pick. A blow pop is two candies in one. Yes, it's, again, you get, the two you get, candies. You in get one. the sucker and you get the bubble gum. It's great. And it's a hundred times better than the Tootsie Pop because the Tootsie Roll is garbage. Tootsie Pop, also two candies in one. Tootsie, Tootsie I do Roll, not garbage. Like, I don't like Tootsie Roll at all. <sighs> For my last pick, I, I'm going to go with my I'm one of my see. favorites. One of my favorites here, the Three Musketeers bar. I love the creamy nougat. nougat. I love the nougat. That's all I want. I, I just love the, you know... I have I have no white chocolate on my list. What I'm about, the, what about the Hershey's white chocolate? I'm gonna cookie, throw this I, the, cookie, th- the one. cookie and cream. Yeah. I have no white chocolate on my list, and the nougat will be the closest I get to white chocolate. I thought that had three musketeers written all over it. Three cookie musketeers cream. bar. I love the three musketeers mm-hmm. bar, and I only ever get to eat it at huge Halloween. mistake. Huge I, mistake. Look, three musketeers 
and Milky Way. When you go nougat, you are going poor man Snickers. Nougat is so and so much better. Is, than, no, but it's like so much molten so much plastic better. from an also, I, an old IKEA. Also, bookshelf. if I can get it in the tenth round instead of the second, it's it's a wasted pick even in the tenth. Victorino, I was stuck between two that uh, Sonny will definitely hate, which is uh, Baby Ruth or Goobers. But I don't know if I remember getting Goobers for Halloween. You get them in the movie theater because they're a big box, and you definitely choose Goobers over Raisinets. I'll just go with the baby Ruth. Solid. I'm fully formed. I've got a very strong offensive line. Not many receivers, but a very, very strong. Sort I of. think your guys' lineups are all trash. I am totally baffled by all I'm these done. choices. I'm done. And I love baby Ruth. Even after Caddyshack, I love baby Ruth. Okay. It's pretty good. Baby Ruth is a solid pick. I'm not going to lie. Uh, so this is my final pick here. Hold on. We guys vamp while I count to make sure that we're all on the same number? Hi. Hi, Vic. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Sonny. Well, we're, we're just talking here because JBL's oh, counting. While he's counting, I forgot to mention I went to the Mount Vernon uh, uh, yesterday to celebrate the 10th anniversary I of we George Washington's that. distillery. Oh, good. I yeah, got other shout-outs. Go? It yeah. was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah he was Excellent. drinking uh, unaged rye. Which he, is, he, being George, George Washington. Washington. Yeah. President and distiller. Oh, yes. good for him. You could buy it there, by the way, at the Mount Vernon gift shop. Okay. All right. So we are at the very end of the draft here. This is my 10th pick. And the only place that I'm a little weak is in sugar. Mm. And I've got a real question, a real thing to go here. And I don't know whether I should go Smarties or Bazooka Joe. Ooh, Smarties. I would go Smarties. Smarties were very high on and my I'm list. I'm going to go Smarties because as a kid, I wasn't allowed to have gum. So I wasn't allowed to actually chew bazooka joe so no guns and no gu- no guns and gum so i'm gonna have smarties to round out my my draft pick i have to say looking at this now if we do a quick post-draft analysis yeah, sure. go ahead i gotta say i'm very proud of us all three of us have assembled very good squads i think and more importantly we missed the two classic draft traps milky mm. way no kit kat Oh, right. Which is the most, oh, you think you want it because like, hey, look, there's wafers, there's wafers in it. And there are three of them or four of them or two of them. There are lots of them. Look, and then you eat it and you are unsatisfied. You know what? I, I would yeah, take, it, I would it, take a Kit Kat four, doesn't satisfy. No, but here's the thing. I would take a four wafer Kit oh. Kat <laughs> over <laughs> a mini Snickers. Again, again, your king size. Again, this is your every king time. size. And every then, time. That's a lot of wafers. Milk duds are the Oh, no, 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 no. Milk duds are trash. Nobody likes Ryan Leaf. I honestly don't know who likes milk duds. Who like you people out there in substandard expanded universe, tell us who likes. Right. Because that's the only person who's listening. When they're at a minute, uh, an hour and nine minutes. When you're eating the milk dud, you think to yourself, A, why did I do this? And how can I best avoid getting a cavity? Because I feel like it's going to happen any moment. They're horrible. Okay. Yeah. And I will say that my little. Hippie Quaker school, one year, they conned us into doing trick-or-treat for UNICEF. You got pennies? <laughs> and I got pennies in a little box for UNICEF. Oh, my mm. gosh. That's the year that I became a conservative. <laughs> because I looked at that at the you end of You got mugged it, by reality. And that was mugged by reality. <laughs> and I thought to myself, I'm sorry, I just wasted the greatest holiday of the year so that I could raise 35 cents which is going to do what for some poor starving yeah. kid in Africa? Yeah. Oh, precisely nothing. Nothing. That's what it's going to do. The 35 cents goes to overhead. It doesn't actually get to that. The 35 cents probably doesn't even pay for the cost of the, the, the little... No, the, the little, little box. Little, the little oh, cardboard box that yeah. I had to fold yeah. and assemble myself. Yes, exactly. And, and I, I mean, I am not kidding. When I then said to Teacher Sandy, <laughs> hey, 
I'm sorry. Like, what is the 35 cents going to do? And she's like, well, you're really learning about the value of yeah. sacrificing mm-hmm. for yourself. Blah, 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 blah. And I okay. said, F this. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. You Let's been make off, America great again. You would have been better off collecting candy and then selling it to other yes. kids and collecting the money One, and then giving it to uh, the Quakers. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, we need to move on. All right. <laughs> Let's go. We got to yeah. get a move on. Over the weekend, Tyler Perry's boo to a Medea <laughs> house. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Sorry, it's part of my script. I thought. I, now, Sonny, you saw it. What did you think? Okay, no, no, no. Okay, moving right along. Uh, corrections, additions. Uh, I got the I got the show wrong that oh, uh, yeah. Brooklyn Decker was on. Yeah. I said she was on Always Sunny. She was actually on the League. Or but did she I was get on Always Sunny? No, no, somebody uh, sent oh, wait, me a video right. clip of it, and she's amazingly funny. So I, I, the other way I, I got it the other way around. Whatever, I got it wrong. She mm-hmm. was on one, not the other. Yeah, Whatever. no. When she's like making hand motions yeah. around her vajayjay, she's, she's hysterical. She's funny. hilarious. She's, she's great. great. I love her. Still like Andrew better. Look, Brooklyn Decker's great. I prefer her husband. Okay, you would. Uh, I I need to give a special shout out to the Blue Duck Tavern, which hosted a press dinner last week to show off the fall menu. I met the new chef uh, de cuisine, Daniel. Oh, are they paying us for this? What is this? Hold what is on. This? What are is they this nonsense? This? Hold on. Yes, you're Blue taking Duck side Tav- advertisements yeah, just for yourself. <laughs> Blue Duck Tavern at the Park Hyatt in DC. It's got a Michelin star. Check it out. I will say this: you what give me this? you give me a meal, a free meal with bone marrow, short ribs, and scallops. I will mention you. This is <laughs> this is some bullshit. This is some bullshit. Is what it is. I okay. well, somebody has figured out how to monetize <laughs> yeah. the the podcast even more, even more than themselves. he already gets. That's great. Well, and Vic, I, maybe you'd like to edit the show this week. No, then. no, no, no. Listen, and I mentioned before about the uh, 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 going down to Mount Vernon, so at the distillery for George Washington. Speaking of spirits, Sonny. Yeah, we're drinking the old oh, Forester drank Statesman. Past tense. It's all gone now. We really loved it. Old Forester, you guys are the best. Maybe you could send us some things that all of us can enjoy, unlike the meals that apparently Vic gets for himself. Doesn't doesn't I got share a good one coming up. The, uh, okay. Anyway, that's all the time. We're we need to institute some rules here. There's no rules here. Wait, but I'm drinking oh. Mabel Mistress. Oh yeah, yes. Okay, uh, with uh, the blue-haired uh, anime. Anime. She's kind of cute. So where did you find that? Where did you buy it? Wegmans. Wow. But okay. I don't really need to give them a shout out because they didn't give me a free meal. Mm. I had to pay for this. Mine was delicious. That's all the time we're giving to this episode. Questions, comments, Just Give some more time to the blue duck. <laughs> it's really great. Go there with it. It's wonderful for romantic setting. Compliments. Tweet us at Victorita Mattis at Sunny Bunch. Again, At be JV sure. last. I mean, I don't even know why I'm bothering with this. Again, be sure. I'm so blown away by sure this nonsense. To subscribe to us. I didn't even tell you guys I was going to do that. On iTunes or Google Play, just type in substandard on a podcast and we're there. Leave a review. Tell your friends. I don't know about show notes. Until next time. <laughs>